Tell them it's all for the broken. 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 Tell them it's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Boy, look around and eat hope. No question about it. Can't get Welcome everybody back to another episode of Healing Broken Souls. I am Pastor John Boyanowski from Solid Rock Church of Warren, and we also have. I'm Benny Powell, pastor of Greater Second Baptist Church here in Marion, Indiana, and we have kidnapped somebody's child. <laughs> okay, he did. <laughs> tell him, tell me your name. Hey guys, uh, it's your boy Daryl Morgan, hey. <laughs> the, cameraman the, cameraman. the cameraman, the cameraman, yes. <laughs> Daryl is actually our cameraman uh, for Healing Broken Souls. He does quite a bit with us. Uh, he also helps us on our Facebook page for Greater Second Baptist Church. Uh, we uh, originally had uh, his counterpart, Kyron Montero, on some of our e- earlier ep- episodes. And one day, uh, Darlin walked into my office. He said, Pastor, I want to do something. I said, okay, all right, young man full of energy wants to do something. I said, you know, uh, Darlene, we're going to get you doing something. He said, okay. He said, but no, it can't be what I'm already doing. It's got to be something different. And I said, okay, that's 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 cool, son. We're going to see what we can come up with. You know, uh, normally when men walk in my office and start yelling at me, I normally snap back, but <laughs> since I like this young fella, um, one of the reasons we invited Daryl in here today is because we're, we're going to be talking about empowering empowering versus enabling. Uh, and Daryl was one of the young men that I took under my wing when I first got here. Um, and he was one that really, really wanted to do something, but he kept saying, ain't nothing for me to do, ain't nothing for me to do. And so, you know, when... Um, when I came, we started Darylin out on a few things, and he's done such a magnificent job. I thought this would be one of those greater formats to bring him on. Uh, me and John have been together for many years, if you guys have heard. and 27. And, John, you're mentoring uh, pastors, young pastors where? Okay, so um, I've mentored a young pastor who is now pastoring in Fort Wayne at the City Church. Mm-hmm. Um, I also mentored a young man who is now part of the Huntington Police Force, and mm-hmm. he's a detective and everything, and he's ministering to the police officers there, so that's also cool. But I'm also ministering to new pastors and pastors overseas, and you know they are in Nigeria, they're in South Africa, West Africa, they are in India. And I heard we just got a new one from Pakistan. So as y'all can see, John's been very, very busy uh, helping the younger generation. One of the reasons why we want to help young men like Darylin, because they have, uh, in a sense, uh, some brokenness as well. Darylin, I want you to tell them how you were when I first got here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, I was angry a lot. If we women, like, just put it all and sum it up, I was really angry um, on the inside um, just because I felt like my voice wasn't being heard, you know, um, on all levels, right? Because I'm a young man, so obviously I think my peers of, you know, friends of my age really wasn't listening to me. Um, I always thought, like, the older generation really just didn't care. Um, not more so that they didn't listen, but um, I definitely came into Pastor's office with uh, a lot of a lot of energy, <laughs> a lot of energy. <laughs> Could we say attitude? 
Yes, yes. I definitely had an attitude about a lot of things. And not like direct things like, oh, I just got uh, punched in the face or something. More like um, logical things like dealing with life, you know, just wondering why, you know, like why this, why that, you know, why this got to be that way, why this got to be that way, you know. And just being under pastor, he just gave me the understanding of, um, you know, it's more so about how we react to things and um, our creation, you know, of it. So I had to just learn to stop dealing with things via my emotion, you know, as in like reacting or giving, um, you know, just uh, anything any more than what was needed, you know. So learning to calm my attitude and not be so angry all the time, you know, just helped me to move out of that state of mind. And and not to say that Darlin was a bad young man. Darlin was right. raised uh, uh, fairly well. I mean, you know, he got good parents and got good grandmother. His mother, his grandmother is the mother of our church, and you know, and love yeah. her dearly. Um, but with a lot, lot of young people, uh, especially now, um, they're living in a world where they're feeling they are not being heard, and so instead of doing what so many people do with our young, we enable them or we, we tell them or pull them and tell them what to do. Um, we start empowering Darren and, you know, and, and, and Kyron. One thing I, I, I told Daryl and Kyron, if you bring me a problem, do what? Come with a solution. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Come with a solution. Don't bring me a problem and then expect for me to fix your problem. Bring me two solutions to help you fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So this was one form of empowering. And the reason why I, I gave Daryl that premise is to show him that it's his life. Yes, it's his life, his choice. And, you know, too many times we think that we have to fix it for them mm-hmm. rather than because sometimes God has us go through things to make us stronger. And when we take that opportunity away, we actually weaken the person more so than we do empower them. Yeah. And, and one thing we want to do when we're empowering our young people, and that's one thing I really, really hope every adult hears today. Amen. When we are empowering our young uh, adults, we want them to know that it's their responsibility for their life. Yes, they, they have to have some sort of purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have a purpose, then they're just going to flounder around aimlessly and not, you know, and have the emotions that, that he has had. So, Daryl, how did, how did empowering you help you so far? Um, empowering me not only helped me inside the church and obviously be a better service member to my church, um, it also helped me to help the community, you know, outside of the church. Um, I know one of the things we was talking about just in those initial conversations was like, how were we going to get more young people like myself, you know, in my age group in the church? You know, so first I had to think to myself, okay, even in doing that, you know, I have to make sure I set the example, right? So if I'm learning everything, you know, under pastor in a church, you know, week by week, um, I feel it's only right to exemplify, you know, those qualities and, and level of understanding outside the church. That way those um, friends or, you know, homies, as I like to call them, you know, <laughs> can better understand um, not only God and what he can do for you, but also, like Pastor was saying, it's, it's, it's our life, you know. So really our decisions and the way we think and just how we move ultimately you know, determines like how we um, progress in life. So everything that I have 
been a part of, you know, since I joined the church and I joined here in 2018, I believe. Pastor wasn't a pastor here, but when he came, um, more of that empowerment came into place because I had someone to not only talk about the things that I wanted to do here in the church. Um, I mean, I was talking to the pastor. So, you know, prior to him coming, you know, the um, membership was just telling me, you know, you got to wait for a pastor, you got to wait for a pastor. So at that point, you know, I still felt held back. You know, I couldn't really do nothing in the church because we didn't have a pastor. So definitely more of the empowerment came when pastor actually got here, you know, and then we just hit the ground running. So what drew you to Pastor Benny versus all the other members here at the church? Well, Pastor, <laughs> we had, uh, I had the experience to just be with Pastor um, outside of the church. Um, just like meeting him and knowing him in that first beginning stage, um, it was more being like related to him as far as like being relatable pastor was more relatable you know mm -hmm. as far as anyone else in the church at that time now granted my grandpa you know he was in here and like pastor said my grandmother is in here but um obviously you know they're they're up in age right so pastor was like closer to obviously like a father figure and i do have my father and i respect him and love him you know dearly but uh, Pastor was just another one of those, like, father figures that I saw inside the church. So when I realized that, I'm like, okay, not only can I just talk to him on a personal level, you know, I can also talk to him about God, you know, and not be fearful, you know, of, of the response, you know. And one thing he always told me was, you know, to not hold back, you know. So if I had any question about God or the way of living, you know, I could easily come and talk to him, you know, with no, no hesitation. And the one thing that I had to learn, even with my own children and with Darlin and Taisha and Ann and all the rest of them, that Kyron that we have here at the church that's in this age group is that, you know, we can't treat them as a cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. okay? Every one of them has their own unique gifts and ability, and it's our, our responsibility to pull that out of them and instead of enabling, empower them. I remember when we first asked Darlin to start our camera um, process here, uh, I had my wife go home and uh, get her Canon. Is it a Canon she got? Yeah. A Canon. And uh, uh, I said, That's okay. That's a camera, not the actual Canon itself. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I said, okay, uh, uh, Darlene, here's the camera. Here's the t power on button. I don't know how to do the rest of it. Talk to my wife. She'll figure it out with you. And from there, Darlene started um, learning. And, and it's still a learning process for him. Once you start empowering somebody, you can't get them started and then jump ship on it. You got to ride with them all the way. All the way through. All the yes. way. And, and what's important, too, is letting them do the legwork because that's how they learn. You know, you have some that are visual learners. You have some that are hands-on learners and things like that. And you just happen to find the right thing to motivate him and, and uh, empower him to do better for himself. Okay. What do you think about that? Do you feel that um, you are still being empowered or do you feel like we just dropped the ball on you? Um, no. Now, if I was running off my emotions, right, I would say 
I feel like the church dropped the ball on me, right? But obviously during this empowerment, you know, I was I'm able to now think and know and be like, okay, I've already been kind of molded into what I need to be. So the empowerment is forever ongoing. So obviously like tomorrow, you know, we're coming into a Sunday service. It could be a whole new set of just like new things that I just, you know, take from the church, you know, pastor sermon tomorrow can touch me in a different way to where I look at the church differently or in a better way, you know? So, um, I think the empowerment never stops. Um, I think it keeps going and not only just, um, with pastor or any of the elders of the church, it also flows through me. So just now coming to a point where I can be an example for any more youth in a church. Um, I think that empowerment has to continue on um, through me to them. And then, you know, hopefully we'll see more uh, young people in the church. Yeah. And one thing I I keep emphasizing to Darlene, every day is not going to be the same. Yeah. Every Sunday is not going to be the same. Daryl would come in, no, that ain't what we've been doing now. Hold on. That ain't, that ain't what we've been doing. Yeah. I said, Daryl, just go with it. Yeah. Just, 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 just work with it. It'll be okay. Oh, man, y'all changing too much. <laughs> the, the only thing that is consistent is change. That's it. Yeah. That's the only. But Daryl has done great, and he has, he has truly, truly uh, – uh, shown that he is learning the lessons that that we're teaching him and God has given him and he's truly truly taking the things that uh he has been empowered with to make himself a great man and I'm very very proud of him and and I'm proud of him too because it's like if you heard him just a few moments ago he says that I can help pass on to the youth so he's already thinking ahead of being able to pay it forward and he knows because of the good examples that the church is setting your setting mm-hmm. of how to do that to help them to overcome their own issues by using their own intellect and their own abilities. Okay. So this is normally where me and John would sign off and tell you to like and subscribe, but we're gonna <laughs> leave that closing statement for <laughs> Daryl as we move on out of here. Absolutely, man. So if you guys can, please continue to like and comment and share. And don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube at Healing Broken Souls Podcast. And we will see you guys next time. All right. Take care. Tell them it's all for the broken. 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 It tell them it's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for the broken. Yeah. It's all for yeah. the broken. Yeah. It's all for yeah. the broken. Boy, look around and need hope. No question about it. Can't get around the whole world around us. Need hope. No escaping about it. Let's talk about it. We imperfect people.